Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Disney lovers. Hello. Oh, welcome. Welcome back to another one of our wonderful panel discussions. And today, oh, uh, she's going to get intense. It's, it's a good one. Brace yourself, people. <laughs> Brace yourself. I'm passionate about this. A lot of people oh, are. I'm ready. Whew. I'm ready. Look, this, I mean, we're, we're a little bit out of the loop. This did happen a couple of months ago. Yeah. But we are going to talk about today the um, Facebook rant Mm. <laughs> uh, that uh, one mother posted in regards to millennials at Disneyland. Mm. Yes. Uh, well, sorry, this is Disney <laughs> World. My apologies. Yes, please get it right. Um, but look, we're going to discuss all of this it. post and all of it. There's so, a lot to break down. There's a lot yeah. to break down. There's a lot. So we've had a bit of a chat and we've kind of broken it down into a few different little sections. Yes. So we're going to read you the rant. You may mm. or may not have heard it. There's been She's, a lot surrounding it. There's been a lot. <laughs> Even um, if you haven't read the actual initial post, you might have seen a fair bit of the outrage. Yeah. So we're going to read the rant Ooh, in all its glory. Um, and we're going to have a chat about what is a millennial? Um, why does everyone hate millennials? <laughs> um, where's it coming from? Where's this, where's this coming Where from? Where is it coming from? This violence. Um, <laughs> it is violence, it is, my it friend. It is verbal violence. She is violence. Um, we're going to have a chat about... Um, Mm. The Walt's original Disney uh, Disney vision. Yeah, what vision. he wanted Disney World to be. Disneyland, Disney World, all the parks. Yeah, what, what all the parks. did he originally want from those? Mm. Um, and then we're going to have a chat about. We're going to break down the rant. We're going to we're going to piece through it, and we're going to actually discuss our opinions on it. What we think. What she thinks the problem What's, is. We, what, we well, think what we think is, is not a problem is here. a problem. Yeah, yeah. I am going to say right off the bat. Mm. Um, that this is not about bashing the person who made the original post. No, that's, because yes. for one, um, she is a mother and mm. she does – you'll hear in a minute, I think she is just at her wit's end. She's had a day. I think this is misdirected <laughs> yeah. anger and frustration. Um, but these opinions, I mean, about millennials are out there. Mm. So it is not about her specifically and um, we're not going to bother to name it because it's not yeah, actually that's not about important. her. Yeah, Um. So, yeah, don't hate on her. Yeah. And there's been a lot of both sides of the camp come yes. forth after this as well. So, look, we are... So, we're looking at both sides. Well, look. We've definitely got a side. <laughs> we're definitely a bit biased. Um, we will say that. childless millennials ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later. But, but yeah. I mean, there's plenty of representation on both sides and we will talk through the issue. So, yeah. without any further ado, I'm oh, just going to read Just this, read it. Um... This rant. Now, there is quite a lot of language in there. I am going to censor mm. it um, because, you know, I understand. Also, I'd like to just, before you start, make sure yes. the capitals are capitalised in your tone of voice. Oh, okay. Because there's All a right. lot of capitals that are very specifically I wasn't ready for that. Let me capitalize. just ah. uh, Do your vocal yeah. warm-ups. All right. Okay. I'm and ready. go. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just preparing myself. It's got to get of, into the mindset of it. It's a lot of just like run on um, yeah. sentences. There's not a lot of full stops and stuff. So anyway, we'll see. Yeah. It pisses me off to no end! Exclamation marks. When I see childless couples without at Disney World. Okay. Multiple angry faces. Okay. I'll read the emojis. Um, <laughs> childless <laughs> couples without at Disney World. We get. Okay. Without children, she's meaning, yeah. obviously. DW, so Disney World, is a family amusement park, yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap. They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buy their babies treats and toys. They will never experience the exhaustion that it is to chase a three-year-old around and getting stares at assuming I'm a bad mother. This C 
<laughs> in some very slutty shorts, was buying a Mickey pretzel, and Aiden wanted one, but the line was very long, so I said later, and it broke his little heart, and he cried, I wanted to take that effing pretzel from that tramp like fake bitch you made my son cry. Multiple angry emojis again. Disney World is for children. People without children need to be banned. Mothers and children should be allowed to skip all the line. You have no effing idea what it is like to have to stand in line for three hours with a cranky, tired, exhausted toddler. And I can't just tell him that we can't do something because it's his vacation too. I effing hate childless women with a burning passion. Several angry emojis. Actually, I'm going to count how many there are. One, two. <laughs> 11, 12. 12. 12 angry emojis. 11, 12. 11. I'm, I'm still emoji. counting when I said it. Um, <laughs> counting's mental math is not my strong suit. Anyway, oh. that's a lot of angry, red, oh. sad faces. That's a lot. Yeah, that that's it. That's the rant. And it, it's, it's quite a rant. And we're going to, there's many parts. I do want to break down and respond to each part in a minute. Yes. But I think we need to set up a few things before yes. we do that. So, Look, First of all, what is a millennial? What is a millennial? It's now, not a millennium. Very different things. <laughs> uh, not to be confused. Now, you and I are both millennials. Yes, we do both heavily fall into that category. Yes. We're right in like peak millennial mm. time as well. So, I millennials feel. is anyone born from, from 81, yep. 1981 to, to 1996. 96. So, of 20, 22 to 37 years of age currently. Currently, ish. yes. There is a post millennial, which is kind of after that. Which often mm. they kind of get so lumped firstly, together. But do, that's the peak millennial yeah. period. And I do feel there's a lot of misdirected um, stuff at like just a blanket. Like yeah. millennials has become a blanket term for anyone born in that from frame. 81 onwards, which mm. is not correct. So no, like current teenagers yeah. get lumped in with millennials, mm. which is just not accurate. Well, it's just they haven't got a better name for them yet. And they're just when like, they oh, come with something, ah, the youths. See, that's what <laughs> I feel youth. like people are really saying when they're saying, oh, millennials. Yes. So it's all the way up to 37, which, yeah, is, which not is not young. Not young. I mean, I mean, they're, they're proper, fully formed they're adults. Actual adults. In the world, contributing. <laughs> millennials are, is, is an adult age bracket. Yes. I Even think at 22. 22, you're, you're, an you're, a, you're a legal adult. Yes. So you'd be. Even in America, because America's 21 is like legal age. Yeah, exactly. So even American standards, adult standard. Okay. So that is the technical definition for a millennial. Mm. And as we've already discussed, millennials are getting a lot of hate. They're getting a lot of a bad rap at the moment. Um, Um, (laughs) And I was talking about this earlier, and I I think part of this is – we do live in the modern age of technology. Mm, yeah. We have social media. And I and I do think that every generation hates on the generation following it. <laughs> it I think it just yeah. does. I think that's just what just happens. Just by natural order. But because we have the internet, because we have so many different ways to communicate and yeah. and um and dispel information, I think that it seems like there's more hate for it, millennials. It's easier to than see the hate previously. as well. Just because it's everywhere. Yeah. I mean Radio, TV, newspaper. That was, your, that was yeah. your really main form of communication. And if you, you know, back before the internet, and if you didn't want to listen to something, you just didn't. Just avoid those things. Now, done. It's pretty much, it's part of your life. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to, to avoid. avoid it. You've got to put more effort like, into avoiding the exactly. hate. Exactly. Scrolling through any social media platform, I reckon at least once a week, if not more, oh. I will come across a millennials have ruined millennials this. Millennials have ruined that. Or millennials have ruined, ruined. that. Buying houses with their smashed avo, so, like you know, <laughs> exactly. It all gets lumped into one category, which is a is a yeah thing. So we get this itself. whole thing about millennials are privileged and cocky and entitled and lazy and impatient, and we've ruined this and we've ruined that, ruining and everything. Bad rep, um, and I think that's for a variety of reasons. Mm. I think part of that is always you know a generation looking at the next one and yeah. judging, and and I do think. Um, that's happened a lot. Uh, I, can't, I can't. Oh gosh, forgive me. <laughs> you know, yeah, those bits of information. Like, who said that? But I remember reading. They had these quotes, and they talked about um, like the slate. You know, he did like uh, like um, chalk and a slate at school. Oh yeah, and yeah, was yeah like, chalkboard. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, oh, it's going to make the children lazy that they've got this yeah. newfangled technology and um, yeah, every you know, new advance. They're every like, new oh, advance. that'll make it lazier. And oh, that'll make it lazier. Like when we had laptops, everyone's like, oh. 
they'll make kids lazier. Oh, now everyone does it on their phone. Oh, yeah. they're useless. So, so I, think, I think part of this is, um, and as someone who's now in their 30s, I do find a little mm. bit of this where you kind of look at the future, look at these kids who've got their whole lives ahead of them. Yeah. And there is that little bit of like, oh, if only. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we have talked about on here that we mm. both love musicals, musical mm. theatre. Um, and I often have that thought about like, oh, if I – because I grew up in the central Queensland um, and I thought, oh, if I grew up in Brisbane and I had more of these theatre opportunities, would I have been pursuing yeah. that more so? If you had those acting? privileges, if you had that yeah. resource. If I, if I had those connections at that age, you know, would I be actually working in that industry now rather than – um, yeah. the c- pathway I took. Am I unhappy with the pathway I've taken? Not necessarily, mm. but um, you do kind of look at these young people now and that I think mm. it's that passion and that that uh, the whole world is new and is out there yeah. and is achievable. I think sometimes when you're an, an adult and the pragmatic <laughs> aspects of life take over that you're like so- something in you wants to quash that. Yeah. That hope and dreams. Mm. That sounds terrible. But it does. It doesn't sound great. <laughs> but I, I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. Yes. So I think part of that plays into this whole millennial hate. And just in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, yes, it, it definitely is a bit of that. This obviously is then focusing on the the lack of the children. Like, there's yeah, been a lot about, oh, millennials are just going to go do what they want. There's two very separate so it's very issues here, isn't it? Because different. there's millennials and then there's childless millennials particularly. Yeah. So I think I think I want to talk more about the childless stuff yeah. a little bit later. Um, but, yeah, I think the millennials hate – and this whole, like, they're lazy and they, they just jump around and they get bored and they, they do, do this what they and that. Um, I mean – that's partly true. I yeah. mean, I've had two professional but careers in my life so far. Um, but, you know, we're, we're both mm. universally. Universally? <laughs> university. That's what you're looking go for? for. I mean, we, we, we both, both did two. a degree in science. Yep. Um, different, certainly different branches <laughs> of science. But, um, and we both did an education mm. degree. I mean, we're very highly educated people <laughs> universally someone <say>. universally <laughs> shut up um yeah but i do think there is this yeah this mm. this whole attitude that we as millennials are flighty and jump around and lazy and, and entitled yeah. i think entitled is one of the big things that people have an issue a big with big thing that whole like oh given trophies for everything yeah, but it's participation, like, ribbons and whatnot. But we didn't give ourselves those but trophies. Also, I don't think... Who was doing yeah. that? That would be... Uh, We're looking at you, older generation. <laughs> I'm looking at you, at baby, you boomers. baby boomers. <laughs> I want to um, drop them names, but... And look, mm. I think there's a lot... Oh, I've talked a lot about the, the, the changing influences over time and the pressures that are on, on kids now. And, mm. yeah, again, social media's got a lot to do with that. Um, and I think... The world is different now and the world is changing and because of technology, it is changing very rapidly. Yeah. And I think that's... Quicker than in previous decades. Definitely. Like and I think keeping up quicker. with that is harder. And for us who have grown up in a world mm. that has changed very quickly, it's it's easier for us to adapt. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, when I first started my professional career as a psychologist, um, I went to a state department and it was the first – there was this huge big change that was happening and this was the most uh, – so I worked in the disability sector and this was the most instrumental, influential, wide, like massive, massive change um, and the biggest change that happened since the deinstitutionalization mm. in like the 90s. Mm. So um, even earlier I think than the 90s. So mm. um, a lot of people were trying to cope with that. Me, just fresh out of uni, I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know, just do it. I don't have any experience of any other way. Like, my, my, this world is new. Yeah. And pretty much in every job I've go- gone to, there's been some sort of restructuring and change that has been the biggest change since ever. Since and ever. I'm like, oh, that's all I just, that's, that's great. my life. Nothing that's ever stays the same. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Everything's changing all the time. So that's typical for in my professional career mm. but for many of the incredible clinicians that I worked with who were amazing um, and were very adaptable and flexible but for them um, it was 
much more difficult, I think, in the initial stages because they had been static for such a long period of mm. time. So I think we are used to this adaptability and um, and swapping around and changing and I think that could be um, perhaps intimidating to people mm. who have traditionally gone to one career and stayed in that career and, and done all of that yeah. and looking at these younger people who've got everything ahead of them, mm. you know, frustrating. I think, I mean... The millennial age bracket, when you actually look at it, like 37, like right. uh, it'd be interesting to know how old this mother is, whether she is actually a millennial. Yeah. Because she's a three-year-old child. I don't know. Who has a social media presence. Who has a social media presence. Who uses emojis. Mm. I'm just saying. I anyway. Would say that anyway. I would say I that would she say would she's be. probably – Actually, again, a that's assumptions. Herself. That's pure assumptions. But I would say she's actually a millennial, and I think that's why she is saying childless millennials. Yeah, but this is another thing too. So I think that's more her issue. It's not the millennial generation. Mm. I think her issue is with the people without children. But I think too, when we continually provided with a message, we internalize that message. So even if you're mm. part of the millennial group, yeah, you, you look still at the internalize hate. these messages yeah. that are that are said about you, um, and which is really interesting mm. i think that's really interesting well um shall we get into the the first part of the rant yeah let's do let's shall do we oh, do we want it? to talk about um walt or do we just want to talk about the rant itself let's do the down? rant and then let's we'll bring it rant. back to walt we'll, yeah, we'll end with let's walt i think i like it i like let's it. do it so let's let's break it down so i mean her first statement is the childless couples yes at, at disneyland that is her biggest issue well, she starts off. With well, that, she starts it? with that. She so she start her first issue is that there's childless couples there, and Disney World is meant to be a family amusement park. Yes. Now, you can be a family and not have a child. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> like, I mean, I, I, I get the like, oh, children. Yes, and obviously Disney mm. is aimed children but also to a degree it is not Mm. well walt developed it because he had nowhere to take his kids yeah that he would enjoy as well and he's like man there needs to be a place where they can can everyone can go and then the adults would also really enjoy themselves as well and i think you know the parks specifically have stuff for everyone Mm. and Mm. that's why they're huge yes and that's why there's so much range to them Mm. and i think this next point that she goes on to about these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap look i (laughs) yes i agree with that as a statement Mm. i won't lie when i go to disney i spend a lot of money on stuff i probably don't need but does it bring me joy yes i think it's interesting um because there was a response there was actually an article written in response in the new york Yes. Um, post. There's been several by, articles in um, response. Johnny Alessinski. That's a name. That's a name. All right. Anyway, I'm not going to spend any more time on his name. Um, but he essentially agreed and was like, these, um, these ch- like children mm. have. Oh, I've got to read you this. Um, so the usual complaint about these born between 1981 and 1996 remaining constant 12-year-olds is that the behaviour amounts to self-infantization and a, with, and a lifelong immaturity that bleeds into basic decision-making, getting jobs, paying bills, staying alive. Um, but another oft-ignored problem with letting a kid's brand control your adult life is the, is the mm. stupidity and cultural ignorance it leads to. You're scripting great films such as Booksmart and The Farewell to relive second grade. Um, and your annual, or more God help us, trip to Disney World costs as much and in some more in some cases than a trip to Europe, South America or Canada where you can meet people different from yourself. People for whom the only colour of the wind is see-through. Funny, <laughs> packless people. This guy, he goes on this Yeah, huge I've read excerpts of it. Rant about how these immature people just want to be stuck in the in, past yeah. and they don't want to grow up. And they want to live in this imaginary world I mean, rather than the real world. He ends world. it with, oh, who am I kidding? You'll skip the Louvre and go straight to Disneyland Paris. I mean, <laughs> this guy. This guy has clearly got some strong emotions. This guy. I think, yes, and I don't disagree that you should be out there experiencing the world. I don't disagree that there's a lot of other important things to life as well as Disney. Yeah. But I don't think that that means you can't 
also love Disney and sometimes escape and just have fun well, and are those relive things that mutually magic. Exclusive. That's what I mean. You if don't you enjoy have Disney, to. does that mean you never do anything else? Yeah, Yo, you can't enjoy art if you like Disney. <laughs> no, they're mutually. Ex- no, you cannot. 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 It's banned. Because we couldn't have possibly have gone to museums as well as Disneyland no. when we go to Europe. No. Like, no, it's forbidden. You have to pick one and stick with it. And I think part of this, and I, I know there's a lot of, I mean, there was recent, um, uh, oh my gosh, prote- <laughs> I, I forgot the something word. I'm having, a, I'm having such a day. The protests in Brisbane recently about um, the environment. Climate the, strike, is climate that what you're strike, talking about? Yes. <laughs> um, but the... The yes. fact that we have these young people who are who are angry, mm. angry about what's happening to our planet, happening to our environment, that the older generations who are in power as politicians, yeah. and, and you know, um, and, and making laws are not taking enough action on these issues. Mm. Um, and I think we have this vicious cycle where we've got these these people who have come before us and stuff's happening, and rather than taking responsibility, they blame the younger generation for being upstarts and not knowing mm. what they're talking about and, and all the rest of it, rather than taking responsibility for, you know, the choices that they've made. And I think this is this whole, oh, they throw their money on useless crap. Okay, well, one, if they are childless, well, yes, you do have a bit more money. Because you don't have to pay for your child. And I'm but sure there's plenty of useless crap that parents buy yeah. for their children. How is a, a childless person buying... Disney merchandise different to an adult buying it for their kid when they're three years old and won't even actually understand what it is. Yep. Or like break it. it's you're still buying it, quote yep. the useless crap. And at the like, end of the it's day, not these are the same people who'd be like, Oh, these millennials are just getting high and getting drunk and wasting all their money on, you know, this kind yeah. of stuff. Um Well <laughs> I feel like some Disney merch is is better than drugs. I mean just and I think controversially the other thing too is this whole war on escaping yeah is it a bad thing Mm. to occasionally escape the reality of your world which is not a great place all the time there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going down and really of things that made you happy from your childhood and i think there's nothing wrong with that no i mean if you permanently yes yes only ever yes what you if you there's always a if you are constantly in this escapism and it's having significant impacts on your life because you're avoiding if you can't pay your rent because you're going to disneyland then yes that's an issue that's a problem if however you're just occasionally going something you look forward to it makes you feel happier makes you it helps you cope with the stresses of your life yeah go for it and i mean the other interesting thing about this in terms of like oh it's a family amusement park or whatever like i went on a family trip to disney with my family as a older i'm trying to remember how old i was now you know several years ago but we were definitely adults but we had Mm. an amazing family Mm. time like it was still about a family trip yes and how is that different to a younger family like i don't understand how no being and an older family well, unit degrades it. I mean, as a kid, my dream was always to go to Disneyland. Yeah. That was a dream. I mm. loved Disney, always, always wanted to go. But I understood that as a family unit, we didn't have enough money to go there. Yeah. It's an incredibly expensive trip. I knew that we weren't able to afford it. Yeah. And so I, in my mind, I went, that's something I'm going to have to do as an adult. Yeah. I have my own money and I can save up and, and I, I can, can just take go. me or like me and a friend or me or my you know partner or whatever. Mm. We can go and enjoy that together as an adult and that's what we I mean the first opportunity I actually ever had to go to Disney a a Disney park Mm. was when my husband and I went to um, Europe Mm. um, just after we got married Uh, and we were we went to Paris and in the end we decided not to go because we we went oh I haven't been to any other parks. I don't know if I want to make that the first one. Yeah. It's really expensive. And we were like 23. So we didn't have a huge amount of expendable income at that yeah. time. So we went, oh, no, I think we'd rather do some other things. And that's what we did. Yeah. Um, and we, we did later go to um, Euro Disney. Yeah. Um, and in Correct. fact, I went with you. Me. <laughs> and it was just the greatest. Recently. And it was amazing. And it was, um, we had an amazing day. We did. It was so much fun. It was great. And um, and the first park I ended up going to was um, Dis- Disney Sea. Yes. In well, Disney Sea is a di- different kettle of fish because it was specifically designed for adults. Yes. As an adult park. And it, that was the intention behind making Disney yeah. Sea separate to Tokyo Disney. Yes. 
And it definitely, and it, it definitely, was you tell more the enjoyable as an adult. Yes, that park than the Disney Tokyo Disneyland. Disney Sea is oh. like it's got that detail, and I mean, like they talked about art going visit an art museum or whatever but i think there's beautiful art to what disney does oh, incredible like it's like you walk through and you're like i am in venice like what is this yeah there were parts where i'm like i've just gone from one land to another and it was that and sense feel of it. wonder yeah and i'm so glad that that was my very first experience of mm. disney because that's although i like i went to disneyland the next day and i had fun but i didn't mm. quite enjoy it as, as much, much. Mm. but when we went to euro disney i think it well, I was going with you anyway, so that was always going to like <laughs> – It was always going to be a fun adventure, you know. Um, but um, – and my husband. My husband was there as well. <laughs> he was there as well. He was an important also contribution featured. to the team. Um, but um, I think that that wonder and excitement and that remembering mm. those childhood memories, um, it just made that – experience yeah. really really fun it wasn't the only thing we did we went to heaps of museums and heaps oh, of art galleries yeah. and we did incredible Versailles the next day or, oh yeah you know. we we did lots of really incredible cultural things um but I don't think that Euro Disney was any less of a cultural experience yeah. either exactly um, and I mean the artworks created of that day I mean look at Van Gogh yeah who at when he was alive mm. everyone laughed at him and he, yeah, was, he was he unsuccessful was and he only sold one painting to his brother. Mm. Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> I'm sure it was at like, least family member. It was but like it was someone, someone related. In the family who was like, oh, all right, I'll, all right, I'll buy it. Thanks, Vincent. <laughs> you need to eat. I'll buy this. Um, <laughs> so, you know, of, of their day, scorned and now is recognized as one of the most influential mm. and famous artists of all time. Now, Certainly, Disneyland is a is something in lived memory, mm. having been created. But I don't think that makes it any less culturally significant. And and, I, and the whole park, his yeah. idea of a park was very very different to the theme parks of that yes. time. And it's uh, the Disney parks are, and I mean again, it's it's not to say that the creation of the parks and all of that isn't art and isn't important. There's so many beautiful design things. And, yes, there's rides and it's fun to go on a ride. Mm. But I feel like that's where Disney differentiates from other theme parks. Yeah. Of just being like, oh, I go for the rides. Like, you go for the experience. Definitely. Because definitely. I've been to Disney multiple times, multiple yes. different ones. I first went when I was in year, oh, I want to say year six or year seven. So, as a, as a child. Yes. I went to Disney in Tokyo. Yes. And so I went then, went to Hong Kong in like five years later. Mm. We did our big trip to Orlando, all of that. But mm. I have more memories and more exciting memories from being there as an adult and actually appreciating everything. I think that's than a, as key, a kid. Like not that I don't have beautiful memories. It was amazing. But you kind of get, as a kid, you get a bit overwhelmed by everything. Yeah. Because there's so much to take and you in. Can't, you can't regulate your emotions as well. You can't prioritise yeah. as well. Um there's and a whole range of things that would be very wonderful experience, but you're not quite going to appreciate yeah. it. So when well. I went back to Disney at Tokyo, and again we we went there similar times, mm. not together, but like as an adult, it like brought back those childhood memories yeah. and like re-cemented them. So yeah. in terms of when you're talking about like oh childless millennials, whatever, like you don't know their stories and why they're yeah. there. Like, are they recreating a family trip? By themselves with their now husband and partner, Definitely. you know, like, and I think that goes on to the next little bit in her mm. par- in her rant, where she says they have no idea the joy and happiness yeah. it is to mothers who buy buys their babies treats and toys. <laughs> oh, that's will, a bold. Um, they will never experience mm. exhaustion that it is to chase a three year old around and getting stares at assuming I'm a bad mother. That's a big assumption. That's a l- large that, leap, I think. Yes, I mean statistically this generation are having less children mm. and are more likely to be childless. Yes. But that's a big assumption to say you're never going to know what it feels like and how dare you yeah. and you live your life a luxury. And I think that speaks a lot to the frustration of this poor mum. I, I feel like this mum has had a day and she's just, I just like, I give am her a done. Hug. Pay for like, a babysitter <laughs> and give her I a know. hug. And like, because she says, you know, getting the stairs and assuming a bad mother. And you know, obviously when you've got young ch- children at Disney, you would like to think – 
And I'd like to think, you know, when we were there, like we're never like giving people being like, oh, you're a bad mum because your child's running wild. Mm. I'd just be like, oh, look at this kid having the time of his life. <laughs> this kid's yeah. loving it. Like, you know. That's right. And so I think that that is true, but that's not a generalisation of everyone. No, of course you know, not. She's had a bad day. She may have encountered some bad people yeah. who've also had a bad day. Yes. But I feel like, yeah. And, and I feel like that's a different scenario again oh whole different thing is is that different ball game <laughs> this this next bit about this woman slutty <laughs> the slutty the slut in shorts slutty how shorts. dare she be in shorts buying a pretzel oh i'm assuming it was hot i'm assuming it was i mean this is written summer. this is written in september which would be what the end of their summer coming into fall yeah. so i'm assuming it was pretty hot yeah um but obviously there's some that's a different issue there's a judgment of 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 ladies in shorts a whole nother thing thing. um but the fact that so interesting which she said (laughs) she she told the kid he couldn't get one and it broke his heart and she wanted to rip it from this woman and say it was her fault this other woman's fault this one woman's fault that the line is too long bloody short it's the short that took five hours to get this one pretzel so her 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 child couldn't get one and uh, she says Later on about this whole, like, um, she can't say no to her child. Yeah. And she that's can't a, tell him that's he a can't different do issue. His, that's a whole That's a whole different whole issue. And it, the, she's saying that this child's three. Yeah. Like, yes. Anyway. And I, I know there's a lot of commentary online that. reacting to this. It was going to be like, okay, so you're whinging on about these people don't appreciate it and they don't know what it's like for yeah. the children. Yeah. You're taking a child who probably who won't, won't remember. remember no, 100% won't. This experience, who doesn't appreciate or understand the experience yeah. You're spending all this money buying seemingly them. for them. Yeah. Interesting. Because a lot of this is like, oh, it's his vacation. It's for him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so there's an interesting debate about, well, is that really for that kid or is it actually for you? And now you're just cranky because it was a frustrating a day. day. Yeah. Um, and you're blaming everybody else rather than saying, yes. you know what, being a parent is a tough gig. Yeah, and sometimes you have to say tough things. A three-year-old in like, a mood is a tough gig. Like you can't have that pretzel, mate, and that's not anyone's fault. That's it would just be the same anywhere else if you go and line up. Like it's like, not a Disney-specific I mean, issue. Have we missed out? You know, we missed out on stuff in the parks because oh. the lines are too long, or you know, we're just like we just can't afford. I just can't. That. I can't do it. Um, that's. I mean, yes, that's the next line. line. <laughs> She's like, you have no idea what it's like to stand in line for three hours with a cranky. Toddler and no, but I do have an idea of three hours standing in line with cranky me, and it's not, <laughs> it's not a fun experience. <laughs> no, it's not a, it's not a thing you want. Exactly. Like we've all, we've all been there. Oh, and the thing about like all, <laughs> I love, I just love the train of this poor woman. This poor woman. Yeah, she is really not thinking clearly because at the very, very start, she's like only people with children should go here. Yeah, and then she says mothers with children should be allowed to skip the lines. Mate, if only people with children are allowed to go to your park, this park, yeah, then everyone's gonna have kids. So, so everyone's everyone's gonna skipping the line. So there's still a line. <laughs> get your fast pass. Get more sorted. There's always a way. Sense. That does not make sense. And no, look, <laughs> it's a thing. Um, yeah, and look, um, and uh, and then she ends this with, "I hate children, childless women." With a burning passion. Just childless so again, women. Just, just women. Just, just women without a child. Just specifically women. Mm, so she's gone from childless couples just to hating childless women. Yes. And probably the slut in the shorts specifically. <laughs> yeah. I think is this specific poor woman in shorts. Oh. I'm sure they weren't that There's short. I'm, I'm yeah. you know, you just wanted a Mickey pretzel. Look, like, this don't we all? Having a day. But it, But it is interesting because these attitudes are out there. Oh, 100%. So she's not reflecting anything new. Mm. It's not like this is she's the oh, first person who ever called a woman a slut for wearing <laughs> shorts. And, you know? and for being like, ugh, childless millennials ruining things. Oh, they're the worst. It's just, yes. <laughs> and, and I think too, like Disney is important to people. And I think the fact mm. that this is specifically targeting a, adults mm. who enjoy Disney. Which um, is a very large group. Yes, a very I mean, large that's group. why we're here. And I think like, more and more, I mean, I've, I've been reading quite a few things and, and watching quite a few little mini documentaries about this growing community of people who do mm. love Disney uh, and know everything about it and really obsess about it. Um, and it is an interesting phenomenon. Mm. Um, and I don't think it is specific to Disney. I think there are a lot of fandoms that, 
experience, yeah. you know, have these communities around them. Yeah. Um, you know, Harry Potter's another one. Yes. Um, but there's there's a whole bunch of them where they've got very intense adult fandoms for exactly. something that's not necessarily was intended to be that audience. Yeah. I think And I think it is fairly new and I and I do think the internet has played a lot oh, in that. Huge role. You can you can connect with people in a whole new way, you can spread information away. Yeah. Um I mean memes. So instead of just sitting there writing in your diary, mm. I love Disney. Now everyone's like, Oh my gosh, yes, yeah. I feel that too. I can connect and online, I can access have f- access to all yeah. this information, um, I can access all this stuff. You can find um, those people. Yeah, who can find have gatherings and things. And I think instincts. Look, people who were like traditionally people who had a very intense interest in a thing were kind of the off nerds. The nerds. They, they were nerds. I'm like I'm thinking kinda of like your Dungeons yeah. and Dragons kind of outcasts. Like outcasts. In a, nerds, you know, growing geeks. up school circles, those kinds of you things. Know, yeah. It was okay to be into sports. And yeah. okay maybe sports. maybe it's okay to be into like a theatre or a dra- or yeah. drama or something like Music-ish. that. Music ish. Like there was always a click there. Because yeah. you do it I in think school. there's these these like society society sanctioned yeah. Approved activities Approved, that you can like. Okay, you can like this to any age. As long as you don't get too into it. Yeah. As long yeah. as you're not too obsessed. And I, and I think we're getting into this this place where people are really getting into a fandom and getting all the detail and all the research. I mean, look at Game of Thrones. Oh. Where there used to be forums back when there was just books and yeah. people would, would um, pick it apart and dissect yeah. it and, and share and notes and And whilst it was just a book, everyone was kind of like, mm, look at these guys. Yeah, and then as it's been developed in a TV show and it's got a wider audience – I mean, there's more and more people speculating, which has become a whole another different thing yeah. about, um, uh, like, authors um, or, or writers of the show trying to get ahead of yeah. the fans who have guessed, you know, the yeah. outcomes of that. Anyway, that's a whole other issue. But um, I, th- I think we're in a, a new age where we do have these people who are seen mm. more as well. So, one, have these communities, easier to access these communities where you really love something, yeah. profess your love, but are also more widely seen by society because of the way that information is yeah. disseminated now, um, which um, I find really interesting. And I also think the one thing about Disney as well is why it's got a bit of a population. Like, the world is in a, is in a place. There are a lot of bad things going on. Yeah, There's definitely. a lot of... And we're bombarded things. And we're, that. Yeah, you, after, you know, thing after thing after thing, like it's always there. So I think having that escape of this beautiful magical story and like some of the Disney stories have been stories that are around for ages. Like yes. they're not new hopes and stories and morals necessarily, but Disney presents it in such a beautiful magical way that it's just so easy to be like, I'm just going to watch this movie and I'm just going to escape yeah. and just have a, you know, enjoy my time, enjoy and my life for this hour that this Disney movie is on And there's for. such a variety in scope. Mm. I mean, there is a Disney movie for everybody. For everyone and Whether everything. Whether you're into it or not. I mean, I shared earlier that, you know, my brothers and sisters, uh, brothers and sisters, brother <laughs> and sister um, and I are quite different from each other. Yeah. But there were some Disney movies that we all agreed on mm. and, and enjoyed. There's certainly ones that we like separately. Um, but the, it was something that we could find in common. And mm. I think um, if you love... Disney, you know, you might have different loves. I mean, yeah. we, we've found it here before where there's different movies that I was like, oh, I loved this and I'm one. Like, and you're eh. like, mm. and vice versa. Whereas I'm like Fantasia MVP and you're like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, eh. <laughs> um, I enjoy it. But, mm. but so it's, I think too, it's such a diverse yeah, thing that why so many people can be into it because it is something for everybody. Another another thing as well is obviously with the expansion of Disney in terms of its purchases. You've now got mm. Star Wars, um, Avengers and all of that, the theme park. So that's drawing a very different audience because Star Wars yes. has got such a different base. Oh, yeah. So like that's already bringing in that new audience that's not necessarily like just kids. Yeah, Like definitely. people who grew up watching Star Wars and 70s, stuff like yeah. you know and and because you've got that there then that's going to bring in a different crowd and I think that's so wonderful because it's bringing people back into it and it's mm. it's bringing people and they can be like yes I'll go do this and oh yes also I love all these Disney things too um and I think that is in more days like and again with the Avengers coming in there'll be a even more resurgence of those millennials yeah. going rather than for family reasons but I think that's fine it's is interesting. I think people have different mm. opinions about those kind of entities 
coming yeah. into the parks. I mean, Walt himself said that the parks would never be finished, that they're always yes, going to be developed. he always wanted it to be developing and, grow and growing. And changing, which I think is a really positive thing. But, um, yeah, I, I do think there's a lot of interesting opinions out there about what – what is Disney and what should be honoured mm. in the parks and um, and I think which is again when you, know. you I mean when you look at like Disney World all the different parks like yes. you've got the Animal Kingdom yes you can go on a legitimate animal safari it's amazing <laughs> like who wouldn't want to do that like I exactly. don't think animal safaris are children exclusive mm. we got up early to get on that animal safari to see them animals and it was great and as a family we were like this is cool. Yeah, so, exactly. And I think that's the whole point that the Disney World and part of Walt's idea, which again we're circling back to now, is he wanted there to be something for everyone. Yeah. There's the Disney, like the studios, where that goes more into like the logistics of filmmaking and all that kind of thing. Like mm. there's so much there for everyone. Mm. And I think that brings us to our one of our guiding questions, mm. isn't it? About what was Walt's intention for, for Disney. Disneyland? What did he build it for, who was his intended audience, mm. you know, um, what was its purpose. Yep. Um, and I have gone to Walt himself for that. I do have a, a good quote here mm. that I think encapsulates what we've been talking about. Um, so the idea of Disneyland is a simple one. It will be a place for people to find happiness and knowledge. It will be a place for parents and children to share pleasant times in one another's company, a place for teachers and pupils to discover greater ways of understanding and education. Here, the older generation can recapture the nostalgia of days gone by and the younger generation can savour the challenge of the future. Oh, Walt. 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 He was a dreamer. He – I feel like he had such a beautiful way of looking at things, Walt. I would love to have sat down and have a chat with Walt. I mean, I've probably never would have happened. But, you know, I think he just had this beautiful idea that, you know, everyone could yeah. come here and find a happy place. Yeah. Well, he, he talked about – um, here, Disneyland is often called a magic kingdom because it combines fantasy and history, adventure and learning together mm. in every variety of recreation and fun designed to appeal to everyone. And it and it is that. It's, you know, he wanted someone to go take his kids that adults could enjoy and everyone could feel welcomed yeah. and could belong. Um, and, yeah. I, and I think that is at its heart. And, uh, and look, Disney... Are, quite genius with their marketing and, oh, and how very clever very very clever and I think they have expanded their range I was watching this video recently how they talked about Disney clothing mm. um has just boomed yes it's expanding all the time because people wanted and people wanted not just like t-shirts with like Mickey on it or whatever but but everyday items that had little Disney little hidden Mickeys yeah little, Disney yeah. Cash, you know like a nice denim jacket that has these little um embroidered motifs of you know Disney characters on it all things that could be um very easily implemented into everyday integrated I should say into everyday wear that has that little Disney Disney touch rather than just Mm. a Mickey t-shirt Mickey t-shirt which we all love as well oh look that's fine that's you know but I do find that really interesting that people more and more want to integrate this they just want to take it with them kind of thing I think and I I don't think that's mm. a bad thing and I think Again, circling back to that message of what Walt wanted, mm. I think that's what he kind of wanted to achieve, like people to take Disney off into their hearts, like to go to the yeah. parks and have that magical experiment, experience and kind of take yeah. a little bit of that magic yeah. home. And look, I think it's very well established on this <laughs> podcast how I feel about capitalism <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and the Disney conglomerate uh, and, and greed. I've, I think grab. I think cash grab. Hashtag cash grab. I think I've made my opinions on that yes. very clear and I'm sure that they will be brought up many, many more times in the future. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, the the market doesn't exist if there's not a consumer. Yes. And if people want to consume that product, if people want to buy <laughs> their beautiful <laughs> An range Olaf of Mickey. popcorn. <laughs> I'll tell that story in a second. <laughs> or, um, you know, their, their Mickey ears um, mm. and the variety of Mickey ears yeah. that are out there. If, if people want to spend their money on that, um, if people want to spend their money recreating or recapturing that childhood magic in their lives. Why not? Well, why not? I mean, again, it's Disney their choice. has to make money again, to keep stuff running. It's decisions to spend that money. But it's their decision. Does that mean that they're not an educated person? No. doesn't mean that they're not responsible in, in their life and, and have other factors that they have to take into consideration. 
with no. their money. No, it doesn't mean that those things are um, and don't exist. And I, and I think part of this this rant um, and the the a lot of that anger is that that whole well, you don't have any other problems and and you just you just get to do whatever you want mm. and how dare you you don't understand um, and that frustration is really clear I think yeah but it's kind of lost in here that these are these are people a yeah. slutty short girl it's is a real a person. person who maybe has been saving up for five years to go to Disney we don't know and has like had a pretzel budget put aside <laughs> And maybe, Us, you know. maybe she's like me and never got a chance to go as a child. Yeah. And always wanted to and saved up and made it, you know, and this is something happen. I want to do on my bucket list. We don't we don't know. Maybe she's someone who has an annual pass and goes all the time. Maybe. And that doesn't doesn't that matter doesn't either one. No. Less intelligent switched on millennial. It just makes her a human being who <laughs> likes to have fun. <laughs> we as humans just just give us some room to have fun. I know. And it's it's a lot of um yeah. It's if a I lot want to buy what I want to buy people. at Disney, I will. Yep. And that's fine. Yep. And will I regret it later in my budget? Maybe. <laughs> but will it always bring me joy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, Correct. look, and, I, you know, we all spend money. And, mm. and I, I, again, like I said, we couldn't afford it as a kid. So I'm, mm. I often don't like junky stuff mm. as, as far as like little things that I'm, I'm never going to really use. Knickknacks. See, I'm I, a big knickknacker. I don't like the knickknacks. You know it. You know it. That's, this um, is where we fundamentally differ But something very that much. I could use. So if I – so my mum bought me when they – so she actually got to Disneyland before oh. I did the joke. <laughs> um, but she bought me How this Tinkerbell she? mug um, oh. that has Tinkerbell and like um, – like a gown and with like a little eye mask on her forehead and she's got this cup of coffee and it's like morning Cute. art magical. And I am not a morning person. No, that's very you. At all. <laughs> so it's got morning art magical on one side and then it's Tinkerbell and it's quite a large mug. And that was my – so mum brought it home for me and I was mm. like, oh, my gosh, this is my mug. And I took that to my very first full-time mm. job and that was my work mug. And it has traditionally been my work mug for my Ever entire since. adult mm. working life. Cute. Um, and I treasure that, and that's something I use all the time. And I always, every time I use it, I always think about, you know, what a special mm. gift that was that Mum just knew me so well, and that was a perfect thing yeah. for me. Um, and there's that to me is that's the kind of merchandise I want, where yeah. I can actually use it, and I can, and I have happiness mm. tied into it. And it's something, it's not something that's going to sit on the shelf. It's something that I'm going to use all the time. Like, yeah, you know, or something I'm going to wear all the time. Or, yes, yeah, we bought. You know, plenty of Disney clothes and we wore yeah. them while we were at the park. I mean, you bought the Duffy blanket. Oh, the emergency Duffy blanket. <laughs> I feel like I have to tell this story you now. You do, you do. This is mentioned, we do sing we, about the Duffy we blanket. We have sung about Duffy blanket before. Uh, in the, I think you'll find that blooper at the end of our Watch With Me Brave. Yes, yes that's where it is. Podcast. So if you listen to the very, very end, you'll, 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 you'll hear, hear the Duffy, Duffy featured. Um, when we were at, I went to um, Disney Sea. And we were there at night time and it was very, very cold. And it, in the ba- in the day it wasn't too bad. Like it was a moderate climate. And then the sun went down and we <laughs> nearly died with cold. Like we were prepared. We had big giant jackets. We had like four layers on. I bought, if you've seen in the Winnie the Pooh episode, I posted a picture of that Tigger hat. Yes. I'm actually wearing that over a beanie. Like... <laughs> It was so cold and I was like – and we wanted to stay and watch the show that's on the harbour, which mm, is amazing. Mm. But, of course, we need to sit by the water, which was even colder. <laughs> I was like, I don't think we're going to make it. I was like, I need a blanket or something. And like see, we looking. were there in May. Yes, you were April, just May, after. Yeah. And it was still quite crisp. Yeah. So it was really, really cold and I was like, we can't make it. And we were like, we're going to sit on the ground. Like, we're going to be freezing. And then we're looking through and I was like, I need a blanket. I need a blanket. And I saw this beautiful rolled up fleece lined Duffy blanket. And I was like, this is it. This is, I need this in my life immediately. And Duffy itself is hilarious because that's only at. Disney Sea. It was only in Tokyo Parks. Yeah, because um, you turn the corner and there's just Duffy everywhere we and there. it's mad. When we were there, we're like, what is this Duffy? Because I don't know if we'd had the discussion about the Duffy blanket. No, we it. hadn't. Um, and I was like, what is this Duffy? What is Duffy? And so we're walking around and in the end, I think we, we Googled it because we're yeah. like, we have to know. And 
See, we still had no idea. We were like, I don't know, I'm going to get this duffy blanket. Well, it was designed to be like a friend of Mickey's. Yeah, it's like a cute little thing for And it just never never really took off. Mm. But in Japan, where they love like cute, fluffy little things, they're like, oh, Duffy's great. And so they have this whole Duffy thing, Duffy yeah. episodes. They had a Duffy show. Yeah. We watched it and I'm like, We went into mm-hmm. the Duffy store and we couldn't move. Like everywhere was else packed. was like Everyone was empty. empty and that store was crazy. Was jammed packed. Anyway, I didn't people. really even understand crazy. the significance of the Duffy, but I bought the blanket because <laughs> I was like, I need something. There was Duffy backpacks and so oh, I wish I bought a Duffy, a Duffy thing. Ba- yeah. I just I'm actually really <laughs> glad I got my Duffy. <laughs> But it's the emergency Duffy blanket. And um, afterwards, I realised I'd have to carry this blanket home through a plane <laughs> flight, through two plane flights. And I was like, oh. Plane flights. But As opposed to other flights. Other, opposed <laughs> to those other, you don't know. Uh, but it came in really handy as an airplane blanket. Yeah. I used it as a pillow. Like, Done. Duffy has come into her own, like. A lot. His, his own. His own? No, I think Duffy's oh, I don't a know. It's pink, so <laughs> that's my gender bias. I'm pretty bias. sure Duffy's a dude. Is it? And then there's and Duffy's then, oh, girlfriend. And then there's the girlfriend, which character. is someone else. Yeah. Anyway, the Duffy blanket <laughs> was an impulse emergency thing. It did keep us warm. We put like our maps down on the ground to like, not <laughs> sit on the con- Oh, it was so cold. I yeah. don't think I've ever been as cold in my life. Um, but yeah, so Duffy did come in handy. Yeah. Um. Did have difficulties transporting, but that's <laughs> but that's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. And look, Disney is a place where you just know you're going to spend money frivolously. You put it aside. You just and know. You, you do wait for it. And is it bad? No, no. And look, I would say it's a very high likelihood that those this slutty short woman. I'm sorry <laughs> that that's who you are. That's you're how we have to call you, girl. But um, we feel you. We stand with you. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure that that she will. Probably one day have children mm, and take and them. will very likely take those children to yeah. Disneyland and will enjoy it with them. Yeah. And I think that is the – I mean, while it was a very original thing at the time, that the theme parks at the time were just ride-based, mm. they were dirty, they weren't immersive, yeah. and Walt's like, I'm not about that. And he had, he had a fight for this park. Yeah. It was very, very expensive. He had to work very, very hard, but he had this vision and – when you went, you know, particularly in Japan, and look, Japan is a very, very clean country. Mm. The, the, their people are very yes. respectful of the environment, very clean for the most part. Um, but it did have a different feel, and yeah. I think that's what from going from Disney Sea to Disneyland, Disneyland mm. definitely, Disney Tokyo Disneyland did feel very much a little bit more like a theme park, yeah, than um, Disney Sea. Disney Sea was later as well so it is, it the is newest, a little bit more it's the newest of modern. the parks um but i think what he did at the time and, and the whole point of being like this is something for everyone yeah everyone should be able to come here and have a level of enjoyment now what that yeah. could be would be very different um i mean we didn't stay in any of the disney hotels or mm. or anything we we stayed off site um so i think that would be a whole different experience staying yeah it's pretty magic that, that immersive kind of thing yeah but i think you could you could go and i would i would happily go back to any of the parks that we've been to oh in a heart i would happily go back and i'd probably do different things and find mm. out different things and by the time i got back there probably would be a whole heap of different things anyway yeah. because um, they always put something you know, new reinvention in. reinvention and all the rest mm. of it. And, I mean, we were at Euro Disney at Christmas time. Yes. And that whole Disney Christmas, that was like our main. Because we yeah. were like, oh, do we go? I don't know. And then we were like, oh, money, but still we're like, Christmas. But Disney at Christmas, got to do Christmas it. Christmas is amazing. So I think there's – and we, we were <laughs> at um, – it was around Easter time when we were there mm. in Japan. And yeah. J- Japanese don't really sap- sell it, so <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> celebrate Easter. But they were like – um, Disney Easter eggs, yeah. like the eggs th- that were characters and made into eggs around the place, mm. which was like a little fun. This is it was different. well after Easter, but it was a bit different, a bit yeah. fun. Because when we were there, which was not long before that, it was frozen fantasy. So there was oh, all was a lot winter. of yeah, because there was a lot of winter, and there was like little hidden trolls everywhere, oh, which was cute. so cute. And I think that's what Disney does so well is it does a little bit of a new spin. All yeah, the time. to make it new. So if you are a season park holder, mm. pass park holder. Yep, you missed yep. a word there. Oh I, know. I know you just you're like looking at me like that. There's a word. Confused there's about a word. what you just said, um, which would be amazing. I mean, we're not going to have that here in Australia, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but you mean you could go 
multiple yeah. times. Um, and, I, and as a family, you could you could go multiple times, save money with a pass. Yeah. It you know, is so much food easier. Take with you, boom. Boom, off you go. And I think that was another thing and another thing I was reading as a response is like this this response is like, right, whatever, they have children. But like obviously we're here in Australia, we can't just pop to a Disneyland. <laughs> like exactly. we've not got that luxury. So, you know, like you were saying, money and like mm. just the logistics of having to leave the country, you might not be able to go as a child. Yeah. So does that mean that's it? That's what this woman is saying is that that's it. If you can't go then, we can't go till you have children. Yeah. That's it. And I think You're not that allowed. Old, old mate Johnny or whatever his name is, his whole thing about, oh, they're just going just yeah. to Disney and not doing anything else. Why would we in Australia fly and spend thousands of dollars yeah, to go to, to Europe and only go to that's Disney? That's it. One day, Disney, that's it. <laughs> like, even if you spent, you know, a few days there, I mean, but why would you spend that amount of money and time? I mean, it's a long but look, flight. even if you did. And that's what you want to do. Cool. And that's do your it. life's goal. Yeah, fair, fair point. If you want to do that, do that. But for me, I'd be like, I am not flying. But uh, yes, it's that. For 30 hours. <laughs> it's a long flight. To spend four Ooh, days in Disney. Disney and then go home. If I'm going, I mean, when we were planning our recent trip mm. to Europe and my husband's like, mm, I only want to go for this time. I'm like, but if we're going to go, nope. <laughs> uh, why not maximize we're gonna go our everywhere. investment? Um, so... Yeah, that whole – and I guess people live in different places in the world and live in different proximities yeah. to a Disney park. Um, not everyone lives out uh, on an island away from everything. <laughs> yes, so, exactly. Um, it, it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. do. And people shouldn't be hated on for doing what they want to do. And I think, look, culture is – is very different. There's very different things out there. And mm. who's to say that one piece of art is any yeah. less than another piece of art? Yeah. I mean, art is subjective. Exactly. So if you think Disneyland is the peak of art, then that's right. your art. That's fine. That's good. Done. Do it. And, uh, yeah, I just have a lot of issue with this this whole thing about, well, old Johnny May, who's like, oh, they're they're so infantile and, you know, yeah. stuck in their childhood and they can't appreciate anything else because of Disney. And it's like, well, that's a gross... That's a gross <laughs> over-exaggeration over there, mate. Mm. That's a great straw man you're chucking up there. Um, mm. And this poor woman, look, I get her frustration. I And I do understand to a point where she can say... I have limitations because of my circumstances. Yeah. These people don't have circ- uh, limitations because of their circumstances or perceived yeah. less s- limitations because of their perceived yeah. circumstances. So how can I say to my child, well, they can do whatever they want because they've got money and I, you know, how, you know, yeah. that whole thing. I do understand that to a point, but I do think that that is very misdirected. To take it out on the childless millennials. It's not their fault. It's not. At the end of the day, if you have to tell your kid no, you have to tell your kid no. That's part of being a parent. Yeah, and if and you is that difficult? Yes. Yeah. Would In I Disneyland be? Is it difficult? Yeah. Well, there's just shiny stuff and everyone everywhere. Was, it was like for me, even like there were times where you're like, no, you can't get that. I'm like, but I want it. Like I understand this child yeah. and this mother's frustration. And, like, there were times when we were there, we're like, we just have to sit down. We have to sit down and like eat. we need a moment. Like I remember when we were lining up for food mm. um, at Euro Disney, and I was like, I feel very unwell. Like <laughs> I need to get out of this crowded place yeah. and sit down. Like I'm we like, just need just... to be somewhere and else. And I was annoyed because you know I wanted. I'm not a huge fan of the food mm. available at these kind of parks. Actually, Disney uh, Tokyo tended to have Disney yeah, Sea particularly tend to have better food. Mm. But anyway, um, I'm not a big fan of that like cheap. You know, take the out quick it. service ones, and I get yeah. that because it's quick and yeah. easy. Whatever, that's a whole other issue. But um, you know, I was cranky and I was feeling <laughs> unwell, and you know, I was like, "Oh, I don't, these are the best of the bad choices." But I don't want to go to the restaurant and like spend heaps of money yeah. that we don't have, and spend like three hours there when we have so much to do today. I mean, yeah, these are uh, f- it's a fun place to be, but it doesn't mean it's fun every second of the time that you're yeah. there. The stressful um, especially if you've only got a day there and you have to just and you want to make the most of it. Try and make mm. the most of it because you don't have a lot of time. Yeah. It's stressful. And like, yes, would, would that be stressful of kids? three hours be stressful or would be like, oh, we can't go on that ride then? Yeah. And would that be disappointing? Yes. Yeah. And as adults, we can process that. And we're like, right, cool. okay. As, having kids thrown into that, would that make it more difficult? Difficult? Yeah. yeah. It would. But at um, the end of the day, is everyone's it that allowed girl? to have their own emotions. 
with the pretzel? Is Did it, she ruin is it this her child's fault? trip? No. no. Will that kid remember it? No. No. Is his trip ruined? No. no. Will the mum forget about it in a, six months? Probably. Well, I don't know. She's, yeah. I, again, I feel like she's I had a bad like day. I feel like when something goes viral like this, it's going to <laughs> I mean, yes, that is a reminder. <laughs> but in general, if you lot. haven't written this rant, yes. Yeah. You move on, you find something else. And, you know, that poor, that woman probably posts that rant in the spur of the moment. Didn't really think about it. Didn't really think about it. And now it's gone viral, would have different thoughts about it. Yes, now, possibly. I, and we don't know her. We don't, I don't know. Again, she, yeah, some we don't of those, know her Some story. people just have rants like that all the time. Maybe this is a one-off for her. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's we not. Don't we don't know. Um, but I, I think it's not really about her specifically. It's about this whole thing, which we've been discussing yeah. anyway. Um, so, look, I think I think we've kind of – I think we've got I there. I think we've, we've got there. Yeah. I think we've gone through What's, it. I think at the end of the day, like I said – the intent of Disney and the parks was for something for everyone. Yes. And for everyone to have Everyone joy. to enjoy. Um, and that's it. Recapture if that childhood wonder. Walt himself has said that's what he wants. Oh, Done. That's what uh, he wants. Childless millennials going to be banned from Disneyland? Never. But <laughs> No, because they, they make money. It's not going to happen. And look, at the end of the day, yes, it is a park for everyone. But if we have a group of people who contribute a significant amount of money to the parks so that they out. can be – redeveloped and, and made even more wonderful for the people who like to enjoy it but perhaps mm. cannot fund it as well. I mean, that's just benefiting everyone, Yeah, really. Um, Disney's not going anywhere. Oh, no, it's only getting bigger. So this is something we have to accept. Disney um, is part of our lives, and adult I, and child, and, and, I, and I think that's okay. The main takeaway, I think, for this for me is that you don't know anyone else's circumstances. Mm. You don't know their life. You don't know their choices. And to paint a particular group of people with the same brush and mm. just say all millennials are bad or all childless millennials are bad or they all, ruin baby, everything. all baby boomers are horrible people yeah. and hate millennials. I mean, that's not true. Yeah, exactly. There's certainly some people with platforms and there's certainly some louder people yeah. than others. But but you can't make those kind of generalisations and you don't know where people are coming from. And, um, mm. it's, and we need to keep oh, – I think it's important to keep these conversations um, uh, with that in mind. Yes. And make yes. it less about specific people and more about, you know, that overall theme. And I think yeah. here is, look, Disney um, was a big part of our childhoods, mm. many people's childhoods, but particularly, I think particularly millennials was because that of generation. the VHS. Yes. I think that and was then a the big DVD, thing that you could like take it home and you could watch it and watch it and watch it and again watch and it again. rather than going to the, the cinema. Yeah, I think that's made a big generation. influence. And I think the fact that you could take this, you could re-watch it as many times as you want, you have memories with your family watching it, um, it is it is a very big part of a lot of people's childhoods. Yeah. And a lot and of people's lives. Exactly. And I think that's this is a way that people are recapturing that magic for themselves. Yeah. I mean, and look, looking at the Star Wars now and how big that was, mm. I mean, that was a big part of, of kids from the 70s. Yeah. Um, and now it's going gangbusters and they can relive all of that again. And I think that's a wonderful yeah. thing. Um, so these things are just going to keep happening. Is it a bad thing to relive childhood and capture that magic? No. No. As long as it's not taking you away from everything else. That yeah, you as long as it's not the only thing in your life. But you don't have to be miserable all the time. Yeah. Why do we have to Just be have happiness. Why do we have to be responsible all the time? Just go. All the time? Have happiness. Adulting. Ride the Dumbo ride. <laughs> Look, adulting is hard enough. Have some popcorn. We need something to break it up. Yeah. Why not Disney? I think that says it all. Well. What do you think, dear Let listeners? Let us know. If you stuck with us <laughs> for to this, this point. To this point. Um, what do you what think? What do you think? Are you with her? Are you with us? Are, are you, you with a, a millennial? Are you, are you a millennial? Being bashed up? Are you the person in the sweat shorts? Do you <laughs> want to tell us your story? <laughs> if you're listening, please. I'd love to yeah. know. Um, what are your reactions to this original rant or to Johnny Alessinski, whatever love, his love, old love, mate's love. response to it? Yeah. Um, is there anything that we haven't... Captured in the in the arguments today that you think is important needs to be said, or do you think we're wrong? Yeah, I don't know. Tell us. Yeah. Do Do you you think? Yeah, it only should be children. I'd be remiss to not Mm -hmm. mention the incredible hashtag of childless millennial. Oh, hashtag childless millennial. 
it's quality. Get on the Insta. Have a look. Get on Insta. Get on there. Follow it. We'll put some some stuff up on hilarious responses on Facebook and Insta. Um, Again, I guess it's died down a little bit now. It was a few months ago, but there's some incredible. We'll bring it back. back. Some very very funny, and but also some very insightful commentary um, on the situation, which is which I was laughing very hard about. So let us know. Worth a read. Worth a read. Go read read it. We'll post a bunch of stuff as we always do. And yeah. So look, get on it. Keep enjoying Disney. Um, Don't let the haters get you down. (laughs) (laughs) Go out. Buy the useless crap at Disney. (laughs) Live your best life. And look, like, subscribe, keep following us as a rebellion. Yeah, against the rebellious haters. Yep. Listening to this (laughs) podcast. All right. Okay. This is getting too. This is getting too. That's it. We're done. uh, On that note, I think it's time to end. (laughs) Farewell. Goodbye. Yeah, the doobie whacker wasn't at the start. It's it's there now. Okay. It's right. fine. Now the doobie whacker is good. <laughs> doobie whacker is good. Doobie whacker is ready. <laughs> That's our new slogan. Doobie whacker is at the ready. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go. Let's do it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.